Welcome Matthew Obevis Church. Today is the first time we're going to address the Ask the Pastor questions. I hope you had a great Christmas with your family and friends. And so uh, we launched this uh, starting into a new year. We're going to try to do these every week. And the question for today is a, is a hard question. It comes up a lot in conversations. It's this, how do we reconcile that salvation is by faith alone and yet the Bible has some pretty strong stances about moral requirements, that a life of sin is a mark of someone who's not going to heaven. You know, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 9, where he says, Or do you not know the following people will not inherit the kingdom of God? Or you have this verse, 1 John 3, 9 and 10, No one who is born of God practices sin because his seed abides in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. By this, we know the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. And so this is a tough balance. We have texts that are directed towards grace. By grace, you've been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, not as a result of works so that no one can boast. The Bible's really clear that salvation is by faith alone and not because of the works we do. And yet the Bible has have verses, though, like the one in 1 John uh, or like the one in 1 Corinthians, where there's this caution about a life filled with sin, that this is a mark of someone who's not born of God, who's not a child of God, and how do we balance this out? Because if we say salvation is by faith alone, we say, look, the only way you can be saved is by believing in Christ Jesus, which I think the Bible absolutely affirms. To affirm anything different is to share credit with God for our salvation. It's to say, well, God and I did a good job getting me to heaven. And clearly the Bible is uh, is replete with verses that renounce any such notion. Uh, John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave and that anyone who believes. I mean, like, like it's all a gift from God. It's all believing in that gift. No acts of work are, are involved there. And Jesus makes that statement while talking to Nicodemus. A religious leader, a very staunch follower of the law, these kinds of things. Paul himself said things like uh, in Philippians 3, all of those things, all those religious activities and efforts, all that law keeping, he goes, I now discount as garbage or uh, rubbish. And so we have statements like that. But then you also have Paul writing to say that our life should be marked by a life that is consistent with following Christ, a life of righteousness and goodness. Uh, for the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That if you have a believer that's life is marked by, in fact, there's a contrasting list of 14 items just above that in Galatians 5, where Paul lists all these things, or it's like, these are the marks of people who are living by the flesh. Um, so what, how do we balance this? And I think the answer is as follows. Salvation is by faith alone, absolutely and only. The only way a person can go to heaven is by believing in Christ Jesus. But there is an aspect of the Bible that implies, and I think rightly so, that when a person is saved, the Spirit of God comes and dwells within them. And if the Spirit of God is living in a person, the natural bent of that person will show fruit of the Spirit. That's why Paul says the fruit of the Spirit. This isn't this own, the, the person's own effort, but instead it's the work of God in that person. So the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is not just that God saves us for eternity, but that the moment we believe, the Spirit of God comes and lives within us, and he begins to transform us now. So that our future in heaven is marked by a progressive sanctification that takes place from now until that day when we either die or Jesus comes back. And so I think the balance here is this. Salvation is by faith alone. If a person has believed in Christ Jesus, the natural outflow of that will be a life filled with the Spirit. 
And there's a couple of reasons why that might not happen. So you take an individual who says, well, I believed in Christ Jesus, I put my faith in him, but man, my life seems dominated by this life of sin. You read the First John text, you read First Corinthians text, or whatever, Galatians 5, these other texts, and you say, well, how can that be? Well, there's a couple of reasons why that could occur. Number one is that uh, it, sometimes people just don't know. I mean, just lack information. The church hasn't done enough to inform them. Hey, did you know that following Christ Jesus means a life that's different, that we live different than the world? So there's that. And sometimes it's just lack of information. People don't know. Oh, I didn't know that this was a sin. I didn't know sexual immorality was a sin. I didn't know that lying was a sin or something like that. Uh, the second reason it might occur is that uh, sin, even though God's spirit lives within us, Paul's really clear in Romans chapter 7, along with other texts, is that that doesn't mean the battle with sin has gone away. What has happened, though, is that there is now a legitimate battle, though. Before, we were just dominated by sin. Jesus says anyone who commits an act of sin is a slave to sin. Along comes the Spirit of God to set us free. The Son of God sets us free by faith in him and through the work of his Holy Spirit. And that freedom launches us into an authentic battle between our sin cravings from our life before coming to Christ and even battling with the world at, lar at large with our desire to honor him. And sometimes we're not going to do that well. Sometimes we're gonna mess up. And that's why 1 John says, if anyone says they have no sin, they're a liar. Anyone who says they haven't sinned, they're lying. Uh, but if one does sin, we have an advocate with the Father. So the, the New Testament does say even believers are going to sin. And because of that, we battle with sin. We have an advocate, Jesus Christ, on our side. So I would say this. As believers, we're to live a life of righteousness. Not because that earns our salvation, but as a natural outflowing of a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, and by the work of the Spirit of God in our life. We won't always do that perfectly. There will be times when we're not good at it at all and we need help we need help from the scripture from the spirit we need help from other believers there is one word of caution though i do think there are times when individuals think they're christians and are not so look if there's four kinds of people basically there's someone who thinks they're a christian and they really are there's some people who think they're not a christian but might be like they they just like it's an informational thing it's like well i think i got to do this this and this all i did was believe in jesus not knowing that's enough there's a a fourth, a fourth category is someone who's not a believer and they know they're not a believer. That one's actually safe because they, that, that's a safer spot because at least they know. The most dangerous one is someone who thinks they're a Christian when they're really not. And so sometimes this dominance of sin is because the person has never really believed in Jesus. They, they've been to church, they think they're a Christian, but are unaware that there's actually a supernatural transaction that hasn't taken place in their life. And there's a spiritual transformation that takes place when we believe in Christ Jesus. God adopts us into his family, forgives of our sins, sends the spirit to come live within us, begins to work towards our sanctification. And this individual's never really believed in Jesus. And so because of that, sin dominates in a way that uh, is just like before a person becomes a Christian because they never ever have believed. And so I think when we look through this, salvation is by faith alone. It is intended, though, by God, clearly in his scripture, that that faith, that saving faith, will transform an individual. All of us, as believers in Christ Jesus, are working toward being more like Christ Jesus every day. And it is a process. It is a work of God. It is our own desire to pursue him. It's the work of his word in our life and other believers. All of these things working towards being more and more like Jesus. So uh, it doesn't keep us saved, but it is the evidential 
outworking of the work of God in our life. So salvation is by faith, and then it leads to a life of pursuing him out of a love for him, not out of obligation or a means to keeping ourselves saved. God has us in his hands. We are forever his once we believe in his son. But we want to honor him out of a love for him, and so we work that out in the way that we live our lives to honor him.